The next few podcast episodes were recorded in the car while we were driving from Portland to Seattle. And after the fact, we realized one of the microphones that we were using was malfunctioning. So you're going to notice a uh, diminished audio quality in the next few uh, podcast episodes. We beg your forgiveness and we promise we will be back to our normal audio quality um, after these episodes. Once, Once a month, I really dislike being a woman. And this month, I just like being a month a woman 10 days early, just in time for my Tough mother. <laughs> and so for the last two days, how have you felt towards me? <laughs> I don't like you very much. <laughs> no, no, you do not. No, you, you bug do me. Not. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to be loving to your wife during that time of the month. Close. How to be a loving husband. Thank you. I knew I didn't sound it. During that time of the month. Can I just start with we're your horse? We're your horse. That's not what I said, but that's not. We're your horse. Paul and Shannon Elmore. Well, I, I actually said whores, but... Oh, whores? Yes. That's a whole different thing. I know. We're not that. No, we're not. We are not that. But that was how my tangled tongue got. We're good enough. We're starting the podcast. <laughs> we're just going. Here we go. No, come on. <laughs> we're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode... How to be a loving husband during that time of the month. Yes, ma'am. And this comes from real life experience. (laughs) Don't even start. Yep. All right, here we go. Okay. Can you hear me? Well, yeah, I'm in the car with you, so of course I can hear you. (laughs) I'm putting mine on this side. That way I can look at you and it will be. There you go. You can't necessarily look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, man. Where are we going right now, my love? Oh, we're going to Seattle. And what are we going to do when we're in Seattle this weekend? Tomorrow, I am doing my annual Seattle Tough Mudder. And we are headed up there right now. We're going to spend the night and get up at the crack of dawn. And what is making this um, extra fun this weekend? Don't talk to me about that. <laughs> once once a month, I really dislike being a woman. And this month, I dislike being a, month, a woman 10 days early, just in time for my Tough mother. <laughs> and so for the last two days, how have you felt towards me? I don't like you very much. <laughs> no, no, you do not. No, you, you bug do me. Not. And You're... have I done anything inappropriate? Uh, out anything of the ordinary? out of the ordinary? No, you just touch my leg. You get in my space. You snore. Just my existence, though, <laughs> <laughs> kind of bugs me. <laughs> Creates feelings in you that. Yeah. That are a little overwhelming. Yes, it's so annoying too because I'm supposed to be all excited about 
Well, nervous. I'll, let me just be honest here. I get nervous every year before I do the Tough Mudder, and this year's got some uh, new elements to it that have me a little discombobulated, however you say that. And um, and I, I don't even have the energy at the moment to be, well, this might be a good thing, to be nervous or, or excited about the Tough Mudder because I'm so irritated about being a woman right now like so i didn't have to just pack up all of my tough mutter gear then i had to pack up women gear for every contingency you can think of yes yes and this is this is not our normal topic of podcast no but it's important to talk about because once every 28 days husbands apparently go it was only 15 this time <laughs> husbands go through um, getting to live with an entirely a different, different woman. Yes. Well, sometimes a different species. <laughs> and it's that's been the case over the last couple days here. Um, yeah. Yes, it has. And it could be easy to take all of your bag of crazy snippiness. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna call it snippiness. Oh yes, that's what be it's easy been. to take it personal. Yes. Well, I think what really helps yeah. is is I recognize before I even responded to you in any way uh -huh. that 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 this is where I'm at because yeah. I will realize that I'm just really angry with you for absolutely no reason at all, and I will come and tell you yeah. I'm mad at you and there's no reason for it and you're like okay I know what the next few days are going to be like yep and we. I, I do get irritated and snippy with you and and I vocalize it, but there's always a hint of laughter in 99% yeah. of it Absolutely. because we just know what it is. Yep. And instead of trying to ignore it or try to shove it down or try not to be not nice, <laughs> we, I just go with the flow and you go with me. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't. I really didn't mean that. <laughs> but that's kind of like, ay, ay, ay. Shoot me now. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. My oh, my man. husband is so loving too because we're he loaded up the car so we could head out and we're walking we're walking to the car. Oh yeah. And um, he's saying, "Oh man, it's such a beautiful day out," and I. I totally ignored that. It is a really beautiful day out. And I was like, yeah, but I'm really irritated because this just sucks for me right now or whatever I said. And he said, oh, honey, I've got a gift for you. You can complain and say everything that you want to this weekend. And it won't. And, and I didn't let him finish what he was saying. I was like, oh, thanks, because I need your permission to complain about how I'm Actually, feeling. Actually, what he said is, I don't need your permission for that. Oh, that's yes. <laughs> I don't need your permission to complain. No. <laughs> it's going to happen it's whether happen. you want it or right. not. And then oh, we got in the car man. and I said, you know, it actually seems like you were just pointing out that I'm complaining rather than giving me permission to complain. <laughs> there might have been a little passive aggressiveness in that Yeah, <laughs> maybe just a little bit. So. Oh, man. But anyway, yep. it's, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting day tomorrow. Uh but it is. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It'll just be, let me just add one more challenge to the challenge box for this tough <laughs> <mother>. <laughs> It's a secret challenge that nobody, nobody knows else, about. Right? Right? <laughs> but 
but only the female competitors on this on this event can probably relate know what's happening oh my word exactly yes again the reason we're talking about this right now while we're stuck in traffic on 205 north heading out of town um, is because husbands it is your job to understand every component of your wife's life including her monthly cycle, including understanding how the hormones affect her brain. Yes, and Un they really, really do. Yep, understanding when it's gonna happen. Husbands, pay attention to that. You should have a thing on your calendar. It should be like a tsunami alert. Oh, that's another, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> All these Freudian slips and things like that. But call it a tsunami? No, but you know when the alarms blare out on the coast because there's a yeah. there's a tsunami coming. It's an alarm, right? So so husbands should have some sort of alarm on their. Phone. I don't understand the Freudian slip there, but if you have to explain it, it probably doesn't matter, right? There's a huge tidal wave coming. Oh, got it. Okay. Caught up now. Yep, I'm caught, caught up. up. Okay, so um, the gift that you give your wife. The thing that you do is you get to be intentionally a student of your spouse. You get to understand her and, and anticipate these things so that you can have things in place to make this process and this experience for her better. You get to be a little bit more understanding, a little bit more long-suffering, a little bit more compassionate. Um, you might get to pick up some extra chores and things because she just doesn't want to or is not capable of doing them in that. <laughs> in this season of of the month um, <laughs> but you get to be part of this process it sounds weird sounds strange but it's it's what real men do it reminds me of that movie um 10 inch hero i think it's what oh, it's yeah. called yeah where the young men in this town are are laughing at this older guy because he's going to the store and buying tampons and pads for his wife and they're teasing him for it and he goes guys you don't you don't get it this is what real men do real men understand this and they are unashamed to go to the store and buy these things for their wives that's what real men do and later on you see them standing at the checkout aisle these two young guys holding boxes of tampons <laughs> and pads trying to pick up women <laughs> by by you know showing, showing how understanding they yeah, are how, and how confident, confident they are and, and secure in their masculinity that they that's are that's funny it's it's a funny movie anyway um, yeah, I think that this is, is a topic worth talking about and enjoying. Yeah. Now let's switch just really quick here. Yes. The anxiety, the fear that you have about the Tough Mudder tomorrow. Right. We try to keep reframing that instead of anxiety, it is what? Excitement. Yeah. Even though biologically they excitement feel, and fear feel, feel almost exactly same to me yes exactly the, the, excitement has just a little bit more of a, a, a wishy butterfly feel but I but they they seem so much the same that really I most of the time I can't tell the difference right so yeah we have to keep trying to reframe that for me of this is excitement not anxiety or yeah. stress or fear yeah. and even though how many tough mutters have you run well, this will be this will be my fifth year doing the Tough Mudder, but I've done a lot of other. How many mud, mud runs, runs have you done? More than I can count on my hands and toes. Probably over a hundred. Maybe. Uh, I don't think that many. You don't think so? We have a huge wall full of medals. Yeah, but they're not all mud runs. Oh, okay. So. 
but, but you've done a lot. Yes, yeah. And you get nervous every time. I do. I was actually I was sitting on the chair um, waiting for you as we were getting ready to leave, um, and just a big smile came across my face, which kind of caught me off guard because I realized that I was thinking about, I don't know why I'm worried because I do this every year and I complete it every year and I do just fine every year. Yep. And um, I think th there's always new elements and new elements, I don't like change. I, I don't handle change real good. Yeah. The, uh, the, the unknown is really stressful for me. Yeah. And, um, and this year I've had quite a few health issues and different things come yeah. up that haven't allowed me to train like I needed to, right. to feel confident and comfortable. So I'm, I'm like a hundred times less trained than I was last year. Yeah. Now last year I probably said, I'm not trained like I want to be either. So I, I think I don't, I don't think that I'll ever be as trained as I want to be, but this year for certain, I am not where I would was last year. Right. And so that has me worry too. But I just think I can do anything that I put my mind to. Yeah. Um, I can do the hard things. I am so well prepared um, uh, technically. So like I've got great shoes. I got new knee pads. Yeah. So my knees are going to be great. You got the gear. Yeah, I've got gear. I'm so so the things that would slow me down like i i don't mind coming home with big old bruises and knots and bumps but little scrapes that sting forget it i'm such a big fat baby when it comes to those that's why i wear long pants i wear gloves i i gear up to protect my body from the scrapes bruises no big deal yeah but um I want to I, boast. I want to boast about you for a minute, if I can. Okay. When did you start doing mud runs? Uh, my first one was in 2018, September of 2018. So five years ago. Yeah. And for a large majority of our marriage, you um, struggled with pushing yourself. Yeah. You didn't like to be uncomfortable. Challenging yourself was difficult. Um, you had some very, very strong internal scripts, self-talk yes. messages yes. that that really held you captive, that, that kept you locked in a pattern of unhealthy behavior and belief. Yeah. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And something changed five years ago, and you started to step up, and you have become a different person person you have grown into the next iteration of shannon yeah for sure and it is a joy to see it is really fun to watch you become this new person now again here's the thing that relates to marriage though i still gladly got to love and honor and care for you unconditionally through our entire marriage yeah but as you have gotten healthier, become a healthier person, uh -huh. and while when you have overcome or challenged some of those limiting beliefs that you have carried, it has actually become easier to unconditionally love you because I know that you genuinely want to become the best version of yourself. Right. And 
it's not just a desire, it's not just lip service, but you are actually putting action, action yeah. to it. You are working your butt off. And when I see my spouse, when I see you working that hard to do something, it is like, I want to do everything I can to support you. Right. I want to do everything that I can to encourage you to become the best version of yourself, which is why we keep saying over and over again, the best gift that you can give your spouse is becoming the healthiest version, version of yourself. yourself. Right. It's a loving thing to do for your spouse. And we hear a lot of spouses actually complain about their husbands or wives because they can see their, their spouses choosing unhealthy behaviors. Right. Oftentimes that's around physical fitness, financial fitness, um, that can be around self-talk, that can be around even sometimes depression or anxiety, sure. all these kind of things. Um, and so taking the time, energy, and effort to work on yourself and become the best version of yourself makes it a blast to get in the car and start heading north to Seattle to watch you do mud run number five, mud run number six. Uh, well, this will be five. Mud for run tough number mother, five. For tough I get to be there and be your your support team and take pictures and cheer you on and enjoy vicariously the success that you get to have and enjoy as well. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to be part of it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that too. So, I, good job, darling. Thank you, you are awesome. Thank you, you are kicking butt. You are doing amazing. And I just Thanks. want everybody who listens to this podcast to understand how much I love my wife. How much Aww. I love you. Thank you. It is, again, a joy. Thanks. So, how about we end there? I think that's a perfect spot to end. Okay, we are okay. now technically almost in Washington. We're on the uh, 205 bridge, about to go into Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, start making the path north. So, um,. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. All righty. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.